Those very people you're asking to be a part or to help may very well be the people that jeopardize your whole operation because they don't care as much as you do and they don't sincerely want to do what you're doing. You're listening to The Traditional Millennial with Brittany Dotson, where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps. Welcome back to The Traditional Millennial. I am your host, Brittany Dotson, and we are just going to dive right in today. So I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this, and and it's very annoying too, but have y'all ever dealt with people who expect you to treat their dogs like they do, like they let their dogs jump on them and lick on them and kiss on them and all of this stuff, so they expect you to want the same thing from their dog, like, uh... No, ma'am. No, sir. For one, I don't have a dog. And if I wanted one to do me like this, then I go get my own. And then two, that's your dog. That's not even my dog. So please proceed accordingly. Like for real, that's so annoying to me. (laughs) But, But in all seriousness, though, it's what I like to call expectation projection. It's real. And people do it. I've done it myself. I projected my expectations onto someone else. I've expected people to feel and act towards a certain situation just like I would. I want you to like what I like and do what I do and respond how I will respond. And that's not right, nor is it fair. So it's just a little story of something that happened to me a while back. It's actually been several years ago, um, but I had gotten acquainted with a young lady And there was this project that she wanted me to be a part of. And at the time, I realized that I just couldn't do it because I didn't have the time to dedicate myself to it. And when I do something, I do like to give my all to it. I don't want to give anything a half-hearted effort. So when I told the young lady this, she seemed to get a little upset, which in her defense, it was her baby. So I understand her passion towards the project. But what I didn't understand was how she expected me to have the same passion towards it. And that's what I mean by expectation projection. Some people will ask things of you because it's what they have a zeal for or a strong commitment to, and they will expect you to feel that same way towards those things when it may not be what you are supposed to do, nor what you are supposed to be committed to. It's that way with the calling on our life and the things God is calling us to do. Also, there are some things that aren't meant for some of us to do. Some of us are not civil servants. We're not community activists or social justice warriors. Everyone isn't a singer, an athlete, or a motivational speaker. Everyone isn't meant to be a preacher, a pastor, a teacher, a prophet, a mentor, or a coach. That is why it's so important to know what God has called you to do so other people can't pressure you into things that they want to do or that they are called to do. Because sometimes if you think about it, what they're doing may not even be what they should be doing for themselves. So they've just strong-armed you into a project that God didn't tell either one of you to do. So I want us to just, just look at scripture and an example of this really quickly. So Acts 6, 1 through 7, and I'm about to read all seven of these verses, but but they say this. Now in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenists or the Grecians arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. And the 12 summoned the full number of the disciples and said, it is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good report 
full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole gathering. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and Philip and Prochorus and Nicanor and Timon and Parmenas and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. These they set before the apostles and they prayed and laid hands on them. And the word of God continued to increase. And the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. I hope I just said all of those names right. I think I did, but I'm gonna go look it up just to be sure. But anyway, so here we have an example of expectation projection answered with delegation of duty. So the Hellenists, which were the Greek speaking Jews living outside of Palestine, were apparently expecting the 12 apostles to lead what they were doing to take care of what the Hebrews, which were the local Aramaic speaking Jews, weren't doing. So the Grecians or the Hellenists, because they prioritized the care of the widows, they expected the apostles to do this over their own callings as well. And they probably weren't asking this out of cruelty or any type of harshness. They just didn't really understand the importance of what the apostles had been called to do, possibly. So just a quick background. These widows were probably not getting neglected intentionally. It may have been due to the language barrier between the two groups. But nonetheless, the Hellenists were expecting the apostles to do what the Hebrews were not doing which is not what the apostles were were to concern themselves with at the time. It wasn't their duty. And sometimes we get this way. I've been guilty of it myself. I've said, I said that before. Expecting things of people that they aren't even supposed to be doing. Things that because I expect them of myself, I want someone else to pick up the torch and carry it as well with the same level of diligence and fervor. But that's not going to always be the case. And that shouldn't always be the expectation. Now, in the case of a job or a task that someone volunteers themselves for or professing to be a Christian and living a holy life, then yes, there are expectations and requirements that are there that need to be adhered to. But when it comes to the things that you want to do and you want done, because of an individual or personal duty you've assigned yourself to, or because of even something that God has called you to, don't put that pressure on other people unless one, the Lord has given you the green light to involve them. And two, they've agreed to take that leap and go on that journey with you. So if we look back at at scripture, we see the apostles knew what they needed to be focused on. They needed to be focused on preaching the word. So they chose others to administer the food program for the widows. So from this, I believe that we can take away three key lessons as it deals with what others expect from us and what we expect from other people. So number one, delegation and participation is important, but it must be asked of those people who are equipped for the task. So as leaders or those who are embarking on different paths and and endeavors, we can sometimes get overwhelmed or we can seek out people to journey along with us who just shouldn't be there. And this is all because we want people to engage in our project because we are engaged. You know, it's important to want others to be involved with the things that we do, especially things that may help other people. But it has to be the right people that you involve. Two, as it deals with spiritual things, leadership or administrative tasks, none of this should be taken lightly. I think about how people are so quick to tell Christians that they should get involved with social issues and things like that, or how Christians want other Christians to do what they're doing. We can't be like this. 
there were requirements for the men that they chose here in Acts to take care of the daily needs of the widows. But also, the apostles had their priorities in check as well. Their priorities were correct. They were not going to neglect the word and they were not going to put other people over certain tasks without those people being commissioned by the apostles themselves. So in the early church, they prayed and laid hands on those to set them apart for for special service. So they took their obligations very seriously. They didn't just go grab people and we have to be the same way. We can't just expect people to come along with us because we deem what we're doing as important. Those very people you're asking to be a part or to help may very well be the people that jeopardize your whole operation because they don't care as much as you do and they don't sincerely want to do what you're doing. And if they express this to you, if they're honest with you, don't get upset. Just pray and ask God to send people to you and in your life that will help to further your purpose and your desires. And then three, last but not least, there is success when things are done the right way. Here we see the outcome of the apostles' dedication to what they were called to do, not what they were asked to do. The word of God increased, which means it spread like wildfire and the number of disciples multiplied as well. And this is what the goal was in the first place. This is what they were working for. And they were able to see it because they dedicated themselves to what they were supposed to be doing. So listen, we don't have to force our expectations, our passions, our desires, or our projects on other people. If we just do what we're supposed to do, what we're called to do, and pray and ask God to send the right people our way to help carry it out, and, and even... In this, sometimes we may not even need someone else for a particular task. But if we pray and we ask God for the right people, then those who are necessary for the furtherance of what we're doing will come. And not only that, the result will be enough to make waves that touch those who need to be touched and has an impact where it needs to have an impact. We can't ask things of people just because we expect them of ourselves. I've said this like countless times during this episode. So if you're that person, who's trying to strong arm or guilt trip people into things because that's what you want to do or what you have a strong desire or passion for, stop that today. And if you're the person that's being strong armed or forced into doing something that you aren't called to do, stop that as well. We all have a purpose and we need that purpose and plan to be revealed to us by God and be aligned with what God has for our lives. Because then and only then will it produce the results needed And it will have the impact where and how it should. All right, y'all, that is a wrap for today's episode. I hope it blesses and encourages you. Listen, make sure you connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Brittany Dotson Music and also at Traditional Millennial Podcast. And make sure you connect with me on Twitter at IMBD Music. You know I would love to hear from you. Again, thanks for hanging out with me on the Traditional Millennial where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps.